has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Light it up. Welcome to Unmistakably Star Wars, your source for a high-quality, informative, and entertaining look into the Star Wars galaxy. So strap yourself in, because here's where the fun begins. Well, hey, welcome to Unmistakably Star Wars and this round of Star Wars on tap. We, we are back in the cantina. It's been so long since we've actually sat down with other Star Wars fans and had a chance to uh, talk Star Wars fandom. And so... On this afternoon's uh, journey and uh, episode, we're going to sit down with Maria. And Maria, I, I have so many questions for you that we're going to get to. But first and foremost, welcome to Unmistakably Star Wars. Hey, man. How's it going? Uh, so far, so good. So listen, I, I just let's start off at, at the beginning. Give us kind of a, a snapshot of what was going down that first time that Star Wars crept into your heart, grabbed it, and refused to let go. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> well, um, I, I've always kind of been interested. I'm a prequel kid. So mm -hmm. that was about the time that I was coming up. Um, and I liked Padme, uh, but it didn't really like stick. I thought she was super cool. Loved the dolls. Like it changed from handmaiden to queen. And that was super cool. Um, but I was always kind of told that Star Wars was for boys. Um, and there wasn't a lot of female characters. Mm. So it kind of came and passed. Um, I didn't really, like, fall in love with Star Wars until I was an adult person. So I'm going to try not to get too heavy. Uh, it's uh, okay to get heavy. That's what it, we're here oh for. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think a lot of folks would agree with you that like there was there was more and more focus on female characters as, as time went on, and certainly under the Disney umbrella, that's expanded. Yeah. So what was it that kind of like brought you back as an adult then, where you could really kind of claim it? Uh, the Clone Wars. The mm. Clone Wars is my jam. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm a big Clone Wars lady. Uh, so some things happened in my personal life. And I had a lot of free time on my hands. <laughs> uh, so that tends to happen uh, when you party a little too hard. Uh, wow. All right, then. Yeah. I actually ended up in a, a treatment center. Oh. Yeah. It was fun. Fun times. Uh, it was actually really nice, like, to not have any pressure to do anything. Mm. Like, you, you make your treatment rounds, and you get to pick out what kind of jello you want. Well, there you go. With the line, you know, so everything else is scheduled. You really don't have to think about anything. Okay. And it was just a good time to get centered mm -hmm. and kind of decide how I wanted the rest of my life to go. So um, they had no movies, like not a whole lot of entertainment. There was a lot of really depressing, like don't do drugs movies. Right. Obviously, for obvious reasons. Right. <laughs> the funny thing about that is everyone who's in there, some asshole came to their school 
and told them don't do drugs. Mm, and they right. do them anyway. So, <laughs> right. you know, I wouldn't be here if I didn't have a resolve. Right. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. So that's neither here nor there. Um, Empire was the only movie that was there that wasn't related to um, the situation at hand. And I watched it, and it was like the first time that I was able to grasp the Yoda stuff, mm. and it made sense, and it was relevant to, like, what was going on with me. Mm. And, you know, is the dark side stronger? You know, and it's it's simpler. It's easier, mm. you know. It's easier to cover your feelings with something than right. it is to deal with the actual problem. Right. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Um, so I had that aha moment, right? Mm -hmm. And um, somewhere between like six and eight, they do TV time. And it's mostly the news or whatever. If you've never been in a treatment center, <laughs> it's a bunch of idiots screaming to watch Jeopardy or Excellent. Wow. Wheel of Fortune. Or whatever's going on. I want to watch cops. I'm looking for my brother. <laughs> like, uh, wow. here we go. Um, and there was this commercial that came on this thing called Cartoon Network. Yeah. And they were talking about this tsunami thing. And there was a little robot guy. And I'm like, am I still tripping balls? Or is this little robot guy telling me that Star Wars is coming back? <laughs> <laughs> and they talked about something called the Clone Wars. And I didn't know that there was a movie in theaters and all that because, obviously, I'm on lockdown right. <laughs> for at least 30 days. Right. So I can't even rejoin civilization, which is probably for the best. Um, and... I started watching the first time it came on and I was like, oh my gosh, this is fun. It's just like the movie I saw like two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, so yeah. I don't have the like, oh my God, we have to wait four years for Star Wars. Like I never experienced that hmm. even as a high school kid. Yeah. Like I really wasn't sitting there with bated breath waiting on episodes <laughs> two and three. Because I had a lot of partying to get done. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, so that happened. Um, and then every Friday, I was hooked. It was the first time I saw a female Jedi, mm. like, actively doing something. Mm -hmm. Not standing in the library telling everybody something doesn't exist or, <laughs> you know, holding a book. Right, or right. just standing next to someone. Yes, so that was the first time I saw a female person holding a lightsaber, and it was powerful for me. Mm. Um, and it kind of symbolized my rebirth, yeah, if you will. Like, um, I didn't grow up with Clone Wars, but I grew into an adult with Clone Wars. Mm. Um, so Ahsoka's journey kind of mirrors my own in a lot of ways. Um, with regards to like my parents, you know, and, and my mom suffers with mental illness mm. and addiction and stuff. And I had to walk away from that mm -hmm. to have a healthy relationship. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and you know, if it wasn't for star Wars, I don't know that I would have the courage to do that. Um, my first sponsor, if you don't know what a sponsor is, 
let me pause and define that. It's like uh, the Sherpa, the guy that leads you up the mountain. Right. And teaches you how to not be an idiot anymore, <laughs> um, for lack of a better word. Um, so she ended up falling off the wagon, and mm. I had to leave her too. Wow. And it was just like all this stuff is happening at the same time uh, Ahsoka's leaving. And so it was really powerful for me. Mm, sounds like it. And because of her journey, like, I wasn't afraid to move on. Mm. And I don't know if I would have that courage without that story. Wow. So, yeah, it's, it's a big deal for me. Clone Wars is amazing. Well, I'm going to try not to cry about it. Well, <laughs> feel free to cry. Um, I mean, I think it Well, first of all... Thank you for having the courage to, to share that very incredibly tough time. Yeah. yeah. And and so I, I so appreciate that. And I know our listeners do as well. And take me through a little bit of just that, I guess, identifying with Ahsoka a little bit. Because certainly when we see her in the Clone Wars, we get one version of her. And we, we get to see her certainly grow and make those tough decisions. And then we also get this very... Uh, wise sage but still kick-ass ahsoka in star wars rebels and so mm -hmm. w when you see the ahsoka that shows up in rebels what were some of your thoughts immediately uh this is where i'm at in my life so ahsoka's journey really mirrors my own mm. so when she showed up she had no idea what she was doing she was just trying to be funny and fit in right and uh, I'm going to try to explain this in a way that it makes sense to civilians. Um, when you get put into a treatment center, you just want to be funny and make everyone laugh and, yeah. and make everyone like you because mm -hmm. uh, you don't want to get picked on. Mm. Uh, so her journey has really kind of lined up with my own. And then by the time she had gotten to Rebels, like I was out here doing it on my own. Mm. Um making meetings, working a real job, like a grown-up. Um, I had an apartment at that time, I believe. And um, I had grown into this person that could be trustworthy and accountable. And so every part of her journey has really kind of mirrored my own, mm. if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hearing, I feel like I'm talking in circles. No, no, no. This this is fantastic. I mean, Where I think I that at, at various levels, there, there's either themes or characters that I think that is what makes Star Wars such a phenomenon for so many of us that have these quasi parallel paths within our, our own lives that we really can identify with these various characters or parts of their story. I, I, I want to skip ahead a little bit. I know that it's... Well, I, it's not even officially not even a rumor anymore, but we're going to get some <laughs> live action Ahsoka perhaps here uh, in the next few months. And so what what are your thoughts when it comes to anticipating seeing a live action Ahsoka? Uh, yeah, man, that's the word on the street <laughs> <laughs> is Ahsoka's coming. Um, you know, I've always envisioned Ahsoka as a woman of color mm -hmm. because she's of color like she's orange so that's a color <laughs> it counts true, yeah um and i kind of always wanted to see her portrayed uh physically mm. 
by a woman of color, a black woman, Mm -hmm. especially. Um, I think her facial structure kind of lends itself to that, those full lips and such. Mm -hmm. And um, I have mixed feelings about Rosario Dawson. And um, we'll see where it goes. I'm just happy that someone who's not white got a chance. Um, I kind of wanted to see Ashley stay as the voice. Mm. You know, they did it for Vader. They can do it again. Yeah. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But um, if they decide not to go that way, um, it is what it is, and I'll get over it (laughs) um, with time. Yeah, right, right, yes. (laughs) Because, you know, I I got a chance to meet Ashley. What? I just couldn't even talk. I couldn't speak. Where was this? I just started crying. Uh, Orlando. Okay. Uh, celebration. Okay. Wow. She was in the Her Universe store, and I'm just standing in line, and then it hits me, and I look at my husband, and I'm like, "But yeah, Ashley's amazing. Oh my god, she gets it too. Mm. Like, I know I must look like such an idiot running up to her crying, like, "I love you. You're on my arm." <laughs> you know, and she's like, "Uh, that's a cartoon." And I'm a person. <laughs> so uh, I think I've embarrassed myself enough in front of her. But what a great opportunity, though. And I mean, did, did, did you <laughs> to get... look like an idiot. <laughs> well, I mean, like we all have those moments, right? I mean, listen, I, I was on the hunt to get an interview with uh, the author of Phasma, Delilah Dawson, for 18 months. And when I finally got to sit mm-hmm. down with her, I was, yeah, completely starstruck. But I, I get it. And I think that they get it, too. Um. So I want to ask, though, because you bring up an important thing that, that's certainly been part of the more recent installments of Disney films and um, animation when it comes to the Star Wars galaxy, and, and that is women of color. And so for you as a woman of color, like, give us a little bit of insight. Like, What does that mean to you when you actually see these women of color um, have these commanding roles in Star Wars? Well, (laughs) um, you know, there's a lot of mixed feelings there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Ahsoka is the closest we come to black woman plus lightsaber. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, that's the goal for me. Yes. Um, So, Tam, that's not my story, you know, so I can't relate to her. Yeah. You know, there's there's so many of them. Ula, like, that's not my story. Right. I got right. to meet Femi Taylor, but really not my story. Wow. Oh, she's a peach. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I stalk them all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure there's some kind of order somewhere. Oh, man. I hope I don't have away. to turn this episode over for evidence. My goodness. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, so there's that. But yeah. I don't know, man. I I hope that one day we get there when mm-hmm. we get to see a woman of color with a lightsaber. Yeah. I think our best shot right now is Ahsoka live action. Mm. Um, I think Jana's cool, but I, I just, I'm ready to see a story where we take front and center. Yeah. Like, and we've got some great characters, Ray Sloan and, yeah. um, God, the chick from Galaxy's Edge. Is it Vi? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vi, yeah, from, yeah, she's from the Naughty. Phasma book. Vi, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I pulled that completely out of, like, my, the back of my brain. That was amazing. Well done. 
<laughs> well, there's only like eight women of color. Yes, this is true, Wars, isn't so it? This is you true. You have to know them all. Oh my goodness. Well, um, so. It, but I'm hoping for more. Yeah, and I think that it's safe to say that that's going to be part of Star Wars going forward. And I, I really hope that, you know, speaking of having persons of color and women of color in particular front and center, I, I think that the whole. Uh, opportunity with Disney plus and a streaming series. I mean, it just lends itself to really produce some amazing characters for, for us to fall in love with. Absolutely. Or, you know, Afro, like it doesn't have to necessarily be a black woman for me to be happy. Like, right. You know, I was happy for the Rose people. Yeah. Like, and, and I believe Rose's story offers something for black people in general anyway, because mm. you know, the, tension between Asian and the black community has been palpable for a long time. Right. Um, and I think that helps to sort of, I don't know, smooth the path to mm. peace or mm. whatever. I don't have any ill will, but you know, I, I've heard things yes. from people. Yes. So I think every little bit helps. Um, I'm hopeful for whatever's going to happen next. Uh, I think that, yeah, so am I. I, I it's funny because, you know, we're in this this COVID world right now and they, of course, <laughs> canceled celebration for this year. Yeah. The next one's not going to happen until 2022. <laughs> and we have some kind of nebulous idea that there's other movies out there somewhere, maybe. And of course, we've got some streaming series to look forward to. But it's it's this weird, peculiar time within fandom where such great opportunity for so many great things to happen and and they're just not really <laughs> letting us know too much of what's happening beyond uh, behind the curtain there yeah they're not announcing a whole lot of stuff but honestly i'm okay with it because you know they they tried that before yes they announced a whole bunch of crap <laughs> and uh half of it didn't happen yes or it didn't go down the way we thought it would yes yes so very true very true i'd rather just hold on and go back and enjoy Clone Wars season seven. There you like, go. It's a great time to be an animation fan. So I'm it's not, true. I'm not crying. Yeah. What like, was I'm it? totally good. What was it like when it got announced that season seven of Clone Wars was actually going to happen? And then you actually sitting down to watch it. What was that like for you? Insane. Yeah. I never dreamed it would happen again. I cried mm. like, cause I had like, took that little candle and blew it out, mm. moved on with my life. I had a kid. I'm like, uh, okay, it's not going to happen. That's okay. I got this nice book. I'll listen to Dave Filoni talk, <laughs> you know, and I'll be okay. Yeah. And then we got rebels and I was like, see, she's back. She's not dead. Right. <laughs> right. So, um, it was amazing to hear it was coming back. And then, um, my mind's racing. What storylines are they going to pick? You know, what are they going to do? You know. Was it satisfying so, for you, the, the whole seventh season? Um, yeah, I guess. Um, I'm not really a Bad Batch person. Yeah. So they were okay. Good. Uh, I love hearing D. Bradley Baker do anything. <laughs> uh, <Yes>. Amen. <laughs> Uh, but I'm not really into that. What I loved about Clone Wars Season 7 is seeing Latino women represented in Star Wars. Mm. My dad is Cuban, mm. and my mom's a black lady. Mm -hmm. 
So I was blown away that they casted like real Latino women mm. and they looked like it. Yeah. Uh, it was beautiful to see. That's awesome. So, and they're front and center, like right next right. to Ahsoka. Right, right. And um, showing the strength of family. Mm. You know, even when it's rocky, when it's tough. Um, I like that. So I know a lot of people didn't like those episodes. Mm. Um, I really, really did. That's great. <laughs> I, so I've got to ask, because I've been waiting for, I don't know, 30 minutes to ask this question. Probably oh longer, boy. actually. I, and you know it's coming, but you mentioned your daughter. And so um, to no one's surprise um, that's listened to this episode, <laughs> your, <laughs> your daughter's name is Ahsoka, which I think is so awesome. But tell us how that went down. Like, how, how did that conversation go? Was there a conversation <laughs> about it? Um, yeah, this is great. Um. Well, we always knew it was going to be a Star Wars name. Okay. Um, and I went through a series of names. <sighs> I think at one point we went through a couple superhero names. Like, I'm a big Wonder Woman fan. Mm -hmm. So Diana was rolling around. Um, I knew I wanted her to have the name of a hero. Mm. Um, just because my name is so boring. <laughs> and it's literally every latina girl's name you say maria at a quinceanera and everybody turns around like that's the joke um so i wanted her to have a name that was special mm. and i just kind of landed on ahsoka ray mm. and then our last name starts with a t and she is the second baby so r2 Oh my goodness. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is it. <laughs> um, and it was a pretty easy sell to my husband. Excellent. Because uh, he's a fan. Excellent. He's not on podcasts and such because he has a life. <laughs> hey, wait uh, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's not as outgoing as I am. Okay. Okay. Nice save. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I love you, honey. Uh -huh. Um, so yeah, he's, uh, uh, fairly agreeable to my BS, which I love. <laughs> That's important in he a marriage. He puts up with me. <laughs> I'm not sure why. Uh -huh. Okay. So I got to know then. So like, what are some of the Star Wars names <laughs> that didn't make the cut? Um, Padme, mm -hmm. Amidala, Ooh. um, Jen, uh, what else is up on the block? Leia, mm. Carrie Fisher. Um, Fisher would have been the middle name. Wow. Yeah. So I looked at that because that was right around the time that she passed away, I think, mm. um, when I had her. So, um, yeah, there were a couple of names out there, mm. but um, I really, really wanted Ahsoka. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> um, and what better legacy to give a kid? Like, I never got a cool name. Like, and I always had hope that something would happen. Yeah. And Ahsoka would be big again. Because can you imagine being an eight-year-old kid and 
your name is Ahsoka. <laughs> like, right. No, really, what's your name, kid? <laughs> like, no, seriously. Yes. Uh, so um, that'll be fun to lose her at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, just calling Ahsoka. The, We're looking for Ahsoka. That's like, kind of oh, cool, okay. actually. Not that you want to lose your kid, but <laughs> oh, she's she's stronger than she looks. Oh, I'm sure. And so she'll give him a run for her money. And, and so yeah. does does she already kind of have an idea of who this character is? Oh yeah. Awesome. She's everywhere. Awesome. So she's on the wall. Um, she's in the Golden Book that we read. Um, she watches Forces of Destiny. Um, and then, you know, Ahsoka, it's a bomb. Like, she turns around and she'll, like, force push. <laughs> you know, she's she's got lightsabers. She's got all the Funkos and the plushies. I love it. Yeah. I love it. So she's not hurting for merchandise. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's the great thing, sure. right? Once you become a, a Star Wars parent, you have an excuse to buy the merch with the rationale of like it's it's for the kid <laughs> too much <laughs> yeah this too is much true merchandise <laughs> i gotta slow down uh because well, i i do that all the time oh my god the gap released some new star wars clothes yes ahsoka's gotta have this yes because she just needs it like she has no idea what the hell's going on <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't really know. <laughs> of course, but you know, she'll look back at pictures and say, "Oh, now, now I know my parents were obsessed." <laughs> yeah, I was hoping she would meet Ashley. We got tickets to a con in Lexington mm. where she was going to be, and then COVID hit. Yeah. So that sucked. But I'm sure she'll meet her eventually. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> Have you written to her? Who? Have you written Have to I her? What? Have I what? Oh, um, I tagged her in a couple of posts. She's aware, I think. <laughs> Good. <laughs> At this point. Um, but I kind of want to get that face-to-face. -face yes. When Ahsoka's old enough to understand. Absolutely. Like, I'm meeting Ahsoka for real. Yes. So she, she saw her on the TV at the live stream. They did like a Clone Wars reunion. Mm -hmm. And I said, that's Ahsoka. And she said, me Ahsoka too. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so she's, she's starting to get it, but I think it'll probably be prime time when she's like five or six. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Maria's we kind of like wind stuff down. Where, where do you want to see things go? With, with Star Wars from here on out, is there a particular, I know you mentioned like a woman of color, a, a black woman in particular with, with a lightsaber. So whether it's that or something else, what kind of stories do you want to see? That's a good question. Uh, I would really like to see something that deals with, you can tell the prequel kid in me is coming out. Yeah, here it comes. The, uh, here we go. <laughs> Not the trade route dispute, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> something that has to do with the socioeconomic mm. inequalities, the haves and the have-nots, mm. um, especially with what's going on yes. in our universe. Yes. And I feel like Star Wars is always a mirror of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's important to show that. And I think the Martez sisters kind of touched on it mm -hmm. with Ahsoka. And 
helping her realize like dude you have no idea how hard it is mm. to just survive down here with us you know and i'd really like to see that story told mm. you know the jedi are up here and they're living this great life and another reason okay i'm gonna bring it back to the clone wars all right i hate to do it but <laughs> <laughs> you know um when Leta, just just go with me. I'm with you. Uh, puts the nanodroids in her husband's food, and he becomes a weapon. She like yells at the Jedi, like he gave up his whole life to serve you people. Mm. And I was just like, whoa, that's deep. I had no idea that that was the way this stuff went down. And I think that there's not enough attention on that that mm. that was considered a great honor to serve the jedi and was he getting paid was he not getting paid not sure yeah unclear right but i'd really like to see something focus on that and i think the closest we come in live action is kira in mm. solo yeah and man do i love that story yeah, yeah. i love a story about a lady who has to make her own way. Yes, and she did. Um, yeah. Um, so I'd really love to see more of her story as well. Mm. Like, I I was bawling during that part of the movie. And because I can just relate. As somebody who's uh, seen a lot of things in my life. Yeah. Um, and the, the ugly side of what life can be. Um, I was just... I felt for because mm. I know exactly what she saw. She didn't have to say it. Yeah. Like I, I immediately resonated with that and I was like, oh my God, this woman is a survivor. Mm. So yeah, I, I love that story. So I'd like to see something with that. Um, maybe something like the younglings arc too. Something fun. Yeah. Like kids. Yeah, it'd be nice to have that. Yeah, something a little light because there's been so much you know, seriousness. This is true. Although we have, we have baby fun. Yoda though. So I mean, that, that, that's good for all ages. That's true, man. <laughs> baby Yoda's amazing. I still think they're building it up and they're just going to like rip our hearts out. Cause something bad's going to happen <laughs> to baby Yoda after we've bought all this baby Yoda merch. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm telling you they're they're printing money. Yes, it's true. They actually are. <laughs> When I went down to Galaxy's Edge, we stopped at Disney Springs, and literally there were fights breaking out over Baby Yoda merchandise. Wow. So I ended up throwing this hoodie at a lady and running away with my Baby Yoda shirt. <laughs> oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, Cause the distraction insane. and go. I like it. <laughs> like, I'm going for the distraction. <laughs> Oh, that's the best. That is the best. Oh, man. Oh, they don't like goodness. it when you say Baby Yoda either. I know. I know. Yeah, they get all high sedity about it. The child. Oh, Whatever. Well, Maria, I'm so glad we got a chance to hang out. <laughs> I, I hope we can get together again. And thanks for giving us some, like, not only part of your Star Wars story, but like a super transparent and raw and awesome story that you've had traveling life with these characters and these themes that have been on the journey with you. Well, thanks for having me on, man. Maybe I can repay the favor. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
You name your ne- your next kid after me. No. <laughs> oh, I meant the pod, dude. <laughs> I'm not having another kid. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> Hey, as oh. always, you can guys can swing by unmistakablystarwars.com where you can find our complete collection of shows and archives over the years. And of course, swing by that wretched hive of scum and villainy known as the Twitter. Find us at unmistakablysw. Give us a follow. That's going to do it for this time on Unmistakably Star Wars and this round of Star Wars on Tap. We'll see you next time in the digital document. Until then, may the force be with you. Unmistakably Star Wars is a member of the Star Wars Escape Pods Network. Explore more great content and get to know our sister shows at WeAreEscapePods.com and on Twitter at WeAreEscapePods, the Star Wars Escape Pods Network, promoting positivity in fandom. This podcast is a production of Beheard Studios. To learn more about Beheard Studios and its shows, as well as opportunities for those looking to begin a podcast. Visit us online at beheardstudios.com. Beheard Studios, creators of diverse listening experiences.